Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology Out of the Ivory Tower and Back into the Hands of the Invisible Church Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology. My name is Luke Saint. And uh, today I, we, we, I need to remind us, uh, I need to remind everybody that when we throw out God's law, we always replace it with something that is worse. Okay, once we get God's law off the table, it's not like now we're free, now the chains are gone, you know, and and now we can do whatever we want. We always replace it with tyranny. It always gets replaced with tyranny. There are no exceptions. Every single time you throw out the law of liberty, you get new laws of death and destruction, okay? Now, uh, it's like when Moses made the commandment, uh, was presented the law in Deuteronomy, he said to them, Behold, I give to you life. And the uh, other only other option was death. Now, many people do not know this. <sighs> but America does believe in the third commandment. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. They do believe in that third commandment, and they practice it. The problem is they don't believe that it's the Lord name that you should the Lord's name that you should not take in vain. Uh, they replace it with other words. Um, the, the Lord's uh, pretty much says, "You shall not take my name in vain." The Lord has uh, many names, and he also has many titles. I don't believe it's wrong to take one of his titles in vain. Um, I do believe it's wrong to take his name in vain. Obviously, as it says there in Exodus, what the pagans do is that they take one of God's laws, they kick out God's rule, right? And then they pervert it and they make it into their own. And then they, and then they multiply it to, uh, make it tyrannical, right? So they start replacing God's name with, um, uh, you know, insert, uh, whatever's politically correct right here, right? They do believe in the third commandment in this way. They have words that you're not allowed to take in vain, no matter what context, no matter what scenario, no, no matter what circumstance, you may not say this word at all. At least God, with God, you're allowed to use his name positively. With the pagans, you can't even use these words positively, negatively, neutrally. You can't even quote people. You have to edit these words out. The, the first one to really make its appearance on the politically correct stage is untouchable, and there will be more if there not, aren't more right now. The first one to make its stage is the word nigger. That is the first one, and the people listening to that, I mean, already there's a shudder going down your spine because you've been taught that this name, this word, is untouchable. Now, if we showed the respect to God's name that we show to this word nigger, um, I think I think our attitude towards the Bible and the scriptures and to the Lord himself uh, would be a lot different. Um, if we tiptoed around God's name uh, like we do with this word, um, I, I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think we'd be under as much judgment as we are right now. Let me play a clip for you, clip for you that came out uh, just a couple weeks ago. It's a Kendrick Lamar concert. I'm sure many of you have heard this by now. I'm just going to play a quick clip uh where Kendrick confronts his fan for using the N-word at his con- con- uh, concert. And what happened was she gets up on stage, he invites her to get up on stage, but apparently the song has the N-word in it like 15 times, which is, you know, no, no surprise given a lot of rap music nowadays. Uh, in, fra- in fact, it <laughs> doesn't even really matter what your color is. They're, they're dropping that word all over the place. All right? Politically correct people don't really care about that one as much. 
uh, because there is a protected class that apparently is allowed to use that word. But, so he invites a fan up on stage, and she, true to form, uh, sings the uh, song that he's singing. She sings along. She raps it along with him, and she drops the N-word. Uh, that's part of the lyrics. Can you blame her? I, I don't I don't know. Uh, it, it was foolish all around. It was foolish for her to say that. It was foolish for Kendrick Lamar to invite her up there. It's kind of like a bait and switch. Um, and then he confronts her for it. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I don't know, as as someone who knows my song lyrics, I, I don't think I would ever invite someone up on the stage and say, hey, sing this, and then when they do, get mad at them. That, that seems to me very foolish and stupid, and uh, seems to me, at, at best, it's calling out for attention. At worst, he's just an idiot who doesn't even know what's in his own dumb songs. Um, I, I, oh, I love how the Christians fell for his fake Christianity for that hot minute, just like Chance the Rapper, all these idiot Christians running around trying to get the stupid crumbs from the pagans table. Oh, this person's a Christian person. Oh, for Pete's sakes. That was laughable. Just go hang out with Bono and forget about it. Okay, let me play this clip for you. Here it is. It's Kendrick Lamar confronting and the crowd confronting uh, this girl for uh, dropping the N-word in his song. Well, it's just really cool, bro. You have to work. You gotta bleep one single word, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I do it? Yeah, you did it. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Should she stay up here, y'all? No, please keep me up here. I got you. I'll try my best. I'm just singing it like you know it. You sure? I swear. You got it. I promise. Now, it's 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 so predictable that when the pagans, you know, set up their own laws, they start to trample over. They they continue their trample of God's laws. Um, as far as justification to uphold their own. Right after that girl um, found out that she had transgressed the almighty politically correct crowd, she took the Lord's name in vain as a, as a way of apology. She just said, oh my G-O-D. Now that, that was completely okay. Nobody cared about that one. They say it every day, say it all the time. But she had transgressed a politically correct crowd because they found her guilty of taking uh, a sacred name in vain. And then um, she took the Lord's name in vain and nobody cared about that. That is perversion, my friends. That, that, that is perversion. That is what paganism looks like in a godless and Christless society. My friends, the, the pagans do believe in God's law. They just want to pervert it. And they want to they they want to pervert it, and they want to take it and and use it for tyrannical purposes. Everyone believes in law, of some sort. The question is, do you believe in God's law or do you believe in your own law? And here we have a perversion of God's law, of the third commandment: Thou shalt not take the name of nigger in vain. You may not use this word at all, if you are part of a certain class, and that's like. 90% of America may not use that word at all for any reason. There is no justification for using this word. And we have more Christians who are concerned about using taking that name in vain rather than God's own name himself. Can I remind everyone just for a hot minute, can I, can I remind everyone that at 
the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. It's not at the sight of him. It's not at the sound of him. It is not at the presence of Jesus. It's at the name of Jesus. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. How do we begin the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's the first freaking things that we say about the Lord in the way that Christ told us how to pray. We say, your name is holy. We're going to tiptoe around it. We're going to be careful. We're going to metaphorically take off our shoes whenever we're around your name because the ground that we are standing on is holy ground. It is hallowed. Your name is holy. I am not going to be in the ballpark of taking your name in vain. That is is treating God's name with the respect and the fear that it deserves. O Lord, hallowed be thy name. And that's one of the first things we say in the Lord's Prayer. And we just take his name in vain all the time. That's okay. Nobody cares. We say, oh my G-O-D, all the time. It's a shame. This is the easiest one to keep out of the Ten Commandments. Can we talk? This is the easiest one. Don't say the Lord's name in vain without any sort of meaning to it. There's a reason that the the writer of Ecclesiastes, when they when they interpret vanity and vanity and meaningless and meaningless, uh, sometimes it's, it's vanity, sometimes it's meaningless. There's a reason that they do that because they're the same thing. Do not take the Lord, name of the Lord your God when it has no meaning. I see people all the time. I get this one all the time. When someone just drops it, they say, uh, oh, my G-O-D. And then I say, hey, wh- why did you say that? And they say, oh, it's okay. I didn't mean anything by it. Yeah, that's what taking the name, Lord, the name of the Lord your God in vain means. You didn't mean anything by it. That's what it means. Vanity, vanity, vain, meaningless. My friends, if we can't even keep the third commandment, I just freaking phone it in. Just phone it in. That's the easiest one to keep, and we can't even do that. When you say the Lord's Prayer, my friend, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Mean it. Mean it. I mean, can you, can you imagine if you went to, say, your grandfather's funeral, or your father, let's say your father's funeral, your father's funeral, or some loved one, okay? And at the funeral, everyone's mourning, and you just... You just say the name of your loved one and, and you make a joke about him. And they say, how could you possibly say that? We're at the funeral. That's, you, you, and and, and you, just, you just said his name in front of all these sad and grieving people like it was a joke. And he said, oh, it's okay. I didn't mean anything by it. Oh, yes, he did. Because when you say, I didn't mean anything by it, you did mean something by it. And that the purpose was to make it meaningless in a situation, in a scenario when it should not be meaningless. Can you imagine doing that? Every time you take the name of the Lord your God in vain, that's what you're doing. At the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. The pagans, you, you know what? The, 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 the N-word, I, I will tell you this, my friends. I will take that name in vain. I, I will. I will. And I hope you do too. I hope everyone at some point takes the name or the word nigger in vain because it is not sacred. It is not holy. Only God's name deserves that reverence and respect. Nothing else. There is a time to drop the F-bomb. There's a time to drop the S-bomb. There's a time to drop the A-bomb. All the cuss words. 
there's a time to drop them. I believe it. I believe it. And I believe in a certain scenario, every single one can be done for edification. There is never a time or context to take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Never. That being said, I recognize that the the N-word is offensive to most people, and I, I hope I never use it to offend anybody. But I will say this. That word is not sacred to me. It is not holy. It should not be sacred or holy to you either. And I hope that when you see somebody taking that name in vain, you don't stop them. Because only God's name deserves that respect. Be strong and courageous, my friends. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com and thinkandreform.org. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom.